You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Uh, your radio flagship home for the Dallas Cowboys, joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, and uh, you can also hear him as the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian, uh, how was your Thanksgiving at, at an NFL stadium once again? I'm curious, how many... How many Thanksgivings have you been home in the last 20 years? Oh, that's a great question because I go all the way back, like we talked about, to 1972 when the Cowboys, uh, when I was, uh, our, my family was season ticket holders for 20 years until I went to go work with the Packers in 92. There was a two year run where the Cowboys didn't host a Thanksgiving Day game. I, I went to, for, like 18 years I was going to Thanksgiving day games as a, as a kid growing up. And then I turned around. Um, I go to work with the Packers. We play in a Thanksgiving day game uh, against the Cowboys. So yeah, it's a uh, few and far between. It's weird. Uh, you know, my media career, you know, with DallasCowboys.com and now with one Oh five, three, you know, doing the pre and post game show, I'm still involved. So I, you know, I'm soon to be 59 years old and I've been really doing this, uh, going to these games since like 1972. So which which have you always been a bigger fan of Thanksgiving on Wednesday or Thanksgiving on Friday? We're a Wednesday uh, night family. Yeah. We Wednesday for sure. Wednesday night. It, It was really, really nice to, to get together. My son came in from Austin and, and uh, we all got together and yeah, hook them. And uh, yeah, it, it was, it's just good to, to do that. And then, you know, it was kind of nice because I got home after the game last night and I was really looking forward to the Turkey sandwich. And it's funny oh, yes. in, in, in the Brad Sham radio booth at halftime, Brad had Turkey and dressing and all that didn't eat any of that. He's also got sushi and the sushi in there is really, really, really good. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't eat any Thanksgiving meal yesterday, did it all on Wednesday, had sushi for lunch in Brad Sham radio booth, and then had a turkey sandwich when I got home last night. So uh, I'd say overall, after the way the Cowboys played and 
to gut that game out the way they did. Uh, I think it was good all around for everybody. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the sushi. I personally yeah. won't touch it, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was. How good was the food? How was the food at AT and T? You it got was, there it was bright very, and early. We we had a great spread. Yeah, I was there. Uh, I got there at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so because uh, we we got to be there early for Jane Slater's live shots at, at NFL. You got to be there. To, you got to be there to do media for Jane Slater's. What you're doing? Yeah, right. I'm her social media photographer. I got to uh-huh. be there to to you know uh, take those pictures of her where she's like. I'm going to pretend like I'm not looking just yeah. take a shot. Like it looks like uh, that I'm working that I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting Odell Beckham jr. Scoop. Right. Yeah. right. No, yeah. Actually to be completely honest, she'll kill me. If uh, she thinks I'm, I'm spreading these lies. Uh, no, I just take the photos while she's standing there. Oh. Working. I, try, I try and get the natural. Hey, show. don't, don't worry about Jane. I do. Don't I worry do. about Jane. She threw you under the bus on uh, Kurt Warner. At, at, a, at, a, at a dinner, at a That's dinner true. we were all at in Oxnard, she threw you under the bus. Yeah, so, That's yeah. true. She came at me for the sluggo route, which yeah. uh, still upsets me to this day. Hurricane, but, uh, Hurricane, <laughs> Hurricane Jane's got no love for anybody yeah. right now. Well, that's true. She's a, she's she's very me focused. That Jane Slater. <laughs> she is a yay for me chick for it, sure. <laughs> it's her and her dogs. That's all she. Uh, that's all she cares about. Uh, Brian, we had uh, quite a game on Thursday. This was uh, really... It was a good game. It really really was. Really a tale of two halves, though. Yeah. That first half was absolutely brutal for the Cowboys. Um, Just a lot of self-inflicted mistakes, a lot of, uh, I think, questionable laundry on the field from uh, Scott Novak's crew. Uh, And I think that, you know, there was just... You were... You were allowing, I think, the Giants to physically control the game in the first half in a lot of ways. Um, and then in the second half, they come out and they clean things up. Um, and, and you know, basically, I was, I was sitting next to Zach Wolchuk, who does postgame show, and, and he was right. He said, nah, this is one of these games. He's like, they're just playing with their food. They're going to win by two touchdowns. This is what they do. And uh, he felt more confident in it than I did. And then, sure enough, they go out there and – and basically dominate in uh, into the second half. But but I guess leading off, what was your main takeaway from this 28-20 victory for the Cowboys on Thursday? Looked very much like a team that had played three games in 12 days. I, I This uh, felt like that maybe that we should have talked about this a little bit more, but that is a test of survival right there. And the fact that the Cowboys – could have been three and zero. They, you know, they they should have found a way to beat Green Bay. They had him down fourteen to nothing. I, I'm not trying to harp on something that happened in the past, but they really had a chance to win three games in twelve days. And you know, the probably the least likely of the wins would have been the Minnesota game. That would have been the one that you were like, well, you know, if they're going to go two and one, we're probably going to lose that Minnesota game. You know, Minnesota playing well. You know. Minnesota got a nice bounce back victory last night for them against New England. But the the thing that um it's a matter of survival. These games, it it, it you know, I, I know myself, I picked the score of 28 to 16, and I'm kind of thinking the best chance that the Giants had to win this game was Saquon Barkley running for 150 yards, and maybe, you know, Daniel Jones running for another 100. You know, somehow, some way, they get 250 yards rushing. Dallas doesn't get enough possessions. They protect a really struggling offensive line that was 
uh, you know, that was decimated with injury coming into the game. Uh, you know, you got to give the Giants credit for the way they played. I mean, the first half, they had you on the ropes. And I mean, well, I say had you on the ropes. They were only up by seven. They were only up by seven. And with everything bad that had happened to Dallas in that game, I mean, basically had three turnovers. The turnover on downs and then the two interceptions. You know, I mean, that was that was that was some bad ball going on there right there for the Cowboys. And to only be down by seven points at half, I thought the Cowboys were so fortunate. And maybe if the Giants were at full strength, you know, they could have put some distance on you there, but you know, weren't able to do it. And, you know, the Cowboys survive a a, a division game that they needed to have. They needed to have the game in the conference. Uh, you know, going forward for for playoff seeding. So, uh, you know, they got to be super happy that they got that one last night. Yeah, you know, you talk about that fourth down play. The opening drive was a a really interesting one uh, where, you know, the Cowboys get off the field. Um, a couple nice plays by the linebackers on that first drive. You had uh, Leighton Vander Esch getting off a block and then wrapping up Saquon Barkley on third down. Uh, before that, you had Damone Clark making a, a really athletic play to get to the sideline and and wrap up Saquon Barkley. And then the Cowboys get the ball back, and it's, all right, CeeDee Lamb, a, a 12-yard uh, gain on the ground. CeeDee Lamb, an 8-yard uh, catch. And then uh, you think it looks like Dak has hit CeeDee down the field on that third play of the game. And uh, CeeDee ultimately is just not able to come up with it, uh, you know, isn't able to finish up the catch. Defender gets in there and, and kind of, uh, breaks it up. I believe that was Julian Love uh, who had done that. Or he played Mark. well. Julian Love yeah. played well. He was yeah, around Julian the ball Love's, a lot. Yeah, he was very good. Uh, and then the next play, Dak misses Gallup over the deep middle, and then it's fourth and two, and they decide to go for it on their own forty. Which I, I'm okay going for it on fourth down in certain scenarios. I was I was happy they did it. I believe it was Cincinnati on the first drive where they they went ahead and did it, and it's like, hey, that's that's that took some stones. That's a team that knows we're we're gonna need to do some things like this, probably with Dak Prescott out in order to have success. Um, I don't feel like coming off a victory over the Vikings against a Giants team now at home that you I think a Giants team that's pretty overmatched. I, I didn't think that was the time to go for it on fourth down. Man, and yeah. and you run into a a a stacked look. Zeke isn't able to pick it up. Uh, I, I just I'd love to know what the thought process was on that fourth down play because that could have been a, a real momentum turn. Ultimately, Giants only get uh, three points out of that thanks to some penalties. Uh, but, but man, that was that could have been disastrous for the Cowboys. I tell you what, uh, you know when he went for it on those fourth downs early in the year, I was like, "Don't do this, don't." And then they get him, and you're like, "Okay." And you're thinking, well, they're having some success doing this. It's fourth and two, all right? And you had just basically got the Giants off the field. I mean, you 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 got them off the field. You you forced them on a you know fourth and three to have to punt. You make a really good tackle, Leighton Vanderish on the screen, uh, you know, to to get it third and eight. They only pick up five. So you make them punt. And now you're like going, okay, well, I was a good defensive series for the Cowboys to start the game. And now you're going to give the ball to the Giants right there. And, you're, and the Giants are decimated at offensive line. They really don't have any skill at wide receiver. 
But all of a sudden, you give him the ball right there. And, you know, to be honest with you, Bobby, thank God that Scott Novak's crew called a really questionable illegal man downfield penalty. Oh yeah, I did I didn't think he was I didn't think he was illegally downfield. I don't think he I don't think the guy was uh, I don't think the the guard was down all that downfield all that much myself. No. If that call goes against the Cowboys, I am raising hell about that, you know. But you look at that Ryan I mean, Abel sure did. Yeah, I mean it literally you get, you know, they get tw- on the first play they get 23 yards. The next play, Armstrong gets a sack to take him back. So it's second and 17, and they throw a touchdown pass where you didn't even have it covered. wasn't even close to being covered. And you get an illegal man downfield penalty on that? I mean, you are very, very fortunate if you're you're, uh, Mike McCarthy and after the decision that he made. I mean, I understand fourth and one with Zeke. Fourth and two, uh, maybe not. But I'll tell you what, the play wasn't blocked all that well. And again, I haven't had a chance to look at the all 22 yet. But that that looked like to me that maybe some leakage coming off that right side. A block went out instead of inside. Or there was some confusion with the tight ends, the tackles. But man, just to... You know, just to let Jalen Smith run straight ahead. Maybe they didn't feel like they had to block Jalen Smith on the Jaylen play. Jalen Smith played well. Jalen Smith was he pretty did. good yesterday. He did. he did play well. But that's what I'm saying. He, you know, that that was a questionable go for it for a team. I mean, you encouraged them. Like, hey, you just got to stop. Gave them a little momentum. And what did they do? They scored. But the officials, I think, made a very, very questionable illegal man down. Like I say, if that was against the Cowboys, the fan base would have been raising hell. And I and I didn't check the giant fan base for that one, but they had to be just livid on that call. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast cowboys get the ball back they they come away with it with only a field goal uh, which w- the Cowboys will take instead of that seven 57 point. yard field goal, by the yeah, way, it's a significant field goal from Graham Gano. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys get the ball back and they're able to move the ball effectively downfield. And they're like, all right, okay, here we go. Cause it's, it's 15 for Zeke. Uh, there's a, a rare Zach Martin holding penalty. 
uh, right right after that, um, that that nullified a play. But on the plays that counted, you had 15 for Zeke, 13 to Jake Ferguson, another 10 for Zeke, then Tony Pollard gets four, and you're feeling really good about things. You're into Giants territory already. And then comes that weird sequence where Dak thinks he gets an offsides penalty, but he's not totally sure. And so he decides to to make a safer throw. Michael Gallup is going down the sideline. Dak thinks he's supposed to be coming back. Julian Love thinks he's supposed to be coming back because he went right there and 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 picked off that pass. Uh, then there was that weird thing where it goes to break, and during the entire break, you have both offenses on the field. Somehow Dallas thought they were going to get the ball back. Uh, I don't know what they, they thought they were supposed to get there, but they were out there thinking they were going to get the ball back and ultimately finally leave the field. But it's one of those things where when you see it, like man, is this is this going to be one of those days where they just they do they shoot themselves in the foot consistently? You have the fourth down issue, you have the the interception that should never have happened, in my opinion. It, it's just a lot of confusion. And I know I came up to you during the the game and talked to you about this. Dak was checking a lot of stuff, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it, and and to the point that I, I know I mentioned to you where it's it, to the point where I wondered if there were just dummy calls in there. Because he was there, there was so much get up to the line with 25 seconds left on the play clock, move a bunch of guys around for 20 seconds. It just it felt almost like a show. And he talked about that later in the post game. He said that there's there were a lot of checks and a lot of calls, and some of them were were they were genuinely trying to get stuff into play. Some of them were were just meant to be dummy calls to try and get the Giants to change some things up. And uh, that ultimately he thinks that played a part in some of their communication issues that he thinks that they had communication problems because they were probably trying to do too much in, on that front. Uh, but, but Brian, that was a, a just a weird sequence of events, and those first two drives just had you feeling, I think, like this is not going to go the Cowboys' way today. Yeah, it, it wasn't good at all. You're absolutely right. I, I, I think Dak might be fibbing to you a little bit. I don't think he is, man, because I, I came up and told no, you. No, 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 I know. I know what you say. Like. I know what you no, said. I know, but it looked like that, man. It looked it I, looked like a show. No, I'll tell you what. I personally don't think it was dummy calls. You're talking about a defense that blitzes 48% of the time. And I think what happened in that game, the lack of practice time, it turned into Dak understanding the offense enough. Not enough. Dak knows the offense. It, it turned into a lot of check with me, and it turned into when you don't get to practice a whole lot, I think Dak was trying to get his team in the best protections possible against a team that immediately came blitzing off the bus. I, I, I just had a feeling. Everybody's like, ah, oh, well, no, it's slow death. You don't, you know, you don't want – if you're the Giants, you don't want to blitz because of the secondary – I'm like, no, no. I was I, Babe Lothenberg and I were having this conversation. Babe, who does the radio for the, the Cowboys, yep. he and I were having a conversation in the pregame. And it's like, do you want the slow death if you're the Giants or do you want the quick death? Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, is going to blitz. He is going to bring pressure. I, it didn't matter who he had playing. He was going to bring pressure. And so to me, Dak, I feel like he could say dummy calls and – I kind of like smile and chuckle. I think Dak was really trying to get his team in the best play possible without practicing 
a lot of these plays. I, I really, really do. I feel like that it's like, okay, I got to set protection here. I got to call this route here. I got to check to this here. You know, I, I think there was a lot of familiarity with what the guys were doing. And Dak was taking advantage of like, okay, I know we haven't really probably talked about this very much, but this is what we're going to try and do. He, he, he could sell it as dummies, but I feel like that he was trying to really help his team protect against a guy that was blitzing him a lot yesterday. Oh yeah, I, I I think most of it. I, I think most of it was. My my thing is just like you, you have some of these checks where he's running around and he's pointing and he's moving guys around, ultimately to still call a stretch run into an eight man box. Yeah, but that's just what like, I'm saying. That feels like ah, uh, that feels like you were just kind okay. of hoping you would get them out of their luck. I I felt like yesterday when you look at some of the guys and how they played, mm-hmm. you know, and again we'll watch the all twenty two. But I kind of felt like that. What, what a great game for Tyler Smith yesterday. No, you know, oh, Zach, no. Tyler, Tyler Smith was really, really Zach bad. Zach Martin getting a holding call. I mean, you know, there was there was some kind of some shaky stuff going on. And I, I, I a lot of it is, like I said earlier, it's a survival. It's surviving this game. And, you know, it, it's like not – when you don't get to practice a lot of these things, that's when – even when they practice, they make mistakes. The, the passes that we've seen that have gone down the middle of the field, that the option routes, the read routes, the stuff like that, you know, they practice that and they still mess it up. I I have a feeling Dak was, yeah, sure, maybe some dummy calls, okay. But I think I think that was a game of him just trying to get them in the right play uh, without much practice. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.